Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast for the week of December 9th, 2018. We are just a few short weeks away from another year, and that new year brings many cool Star Wars things, including Star Wars Episode Nine. And Star Wars Celebration Chicago 2019! And apparently a new new Thrawn novel. A new Thrawn novel. The Mandalorian. On this new Disney Plus streaming app. I feel like this year's been a good... It's been a good break, like the, the later half of this year. So maybe next year they'll get the ball rolling on a lot of more Star Wars stuff. A lot of more. I like that word. A lot of more. Yeah. Um, More Star Wars stuff. So. Yep. Yep. All right. So before we get too into it, let's uh, introduce ourselves. I'm the the man on the mic that they call the Mark. No, I'm not. That was the Ninja the Nerds. (laughs) So stupid. Rap. Yes, it was very stupid. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm Ashley Wilbanks. And with me, as always, the the freshly new married Austin Gordy Coxwell. Mwah. I love you guys. Did you take her name? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Coxwell. Oh, okay, now. sweet. I no, got it I'm, right. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I suggested it, um, and she she was like, eh, "I'm just gonna go with Gordy," and okay. I'm like, "Well, I was trying to be progressive." And trying to be like, I ain't trying to rule your life. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like you're trying to be the insurance company. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying like, to be progressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. I'm trying, but I'm just no, failing. But- I'm just being a Geico. Oh, gosh. Hey, dude, it, it was a cool reception. I'll, I'll give you that. It was very yeah. cool. It was I like the way everything was decorated and all the Christmas lights and the, and the cool little Disney Mickey and Minnie. Um, Christmas ornament that you handed out. Yeah, I'll Who's tell you. I mean, that? Candy gets all credit on that. I mean, she was really uh-huh. wanting a Christmas theme, and we were, uh, you know, if it was me, I mean, if there was any kind of theme, it would be Star Wars. But she wanted the Christmas theme mixed with a little bit of Disney. But she did mm-hmm. give me a really cool um, uh, groomsman cake. So yes. it was like a Chewbacca cake that they get. And it's crazy because it was all last minute because our original cake girl or whoever. Uh, bailed on her <laughs> mm-hmm. so she had to scramble to 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 get new uh mm. stuff for the wedding so she got a new wedding cake and got the groomsman cake and it was a cool chewbacca themed cake that apparently was like the the star of the show like nobody cared about the other cake apparently this cake was the best which i'll admit it was better than like tasting than the other it was a chocolate cake or whatever mm-hmm. so that was really cool so you know, shout out to uh, the Sugar Bowl in Swainsboro for making that awesome Chewbacca cake. And, hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it went, went really well. I thought that my favorite was probably the the tree. Like she got the venue to put up the Christmas tree and, and all mm-hmm. the, you know, the gifts that people brought could go under the tree. I, I, th- I thought that was really cool. Hmm. I but, didn't know that. But I, I do know that uh, <laughs> I took a picture of your groomsman cake, put it on our Instagram page, and you got a lot of likes out of it. Nice. Yeah. Some comments too. Woo! <laughs> Get it to me. Yeah, and I didn't know who made it, and I forgot to really ask who made it. So, so I should have put like I should have credited the sugar bowl. Is that what you said? Right. Yeah, they're called the sugar and, bowl. 
Where at? Um, Swainsboro, Georgia. Swainsboro, Georgia. Swainsboro. If you're looking for a good cake, they make an excellent Chewbacca cake at the Sugar Bowl in Swainsboro, Georgia. Open Monday through Friday, eight to five. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know when they're open. I just <laughs> people's gonna show up. I, it said on the podcast that you guys were closing at five. <laughs> Where's that Chewbacca cake? <laughs> oh gosh. <clears throat> but no, I thought it was a a nice reception, and I got that video of. Of you and Candy in your first dance. Aww. Are you t- are you crying? I am. I'm, I'm crying a little bit. This is the first time I think <laughs> I've ever looked at you while we're podcasting. It's usually just audio. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, we usually, like, I mean, we did that one time where you were here and we recorded. But, yeah, for the most part, it's oh, always yeah, remote. So, Yeah, that is true. I forgot we did we did record on location in Savannah, Georgia one time. Yeah. Yeah, on that, was, that was pretty fun. <laughs> we were on location. All righty, so you've you've started a new job, you've gotten married. What else is coming, Austin? I mean, I got a new TV. <laughs> wow, yeah, your mom. Told I'm telling me about you, man, we're moving up. Something inch TV. Yeah, I know, man. We're moving up. Like I got the, uh, we got it. I mean, it was just like a Black Friday thing. It all kind of just fell in my lap. I mean, we, <laughs> I found this awesome 70 inch Vizio 4K TV. It's like the new. 2018 e-series and it was you know i mean it's basically like the like the best affordable tv you can get i mean it's not the best 4k of course but yeah but it was definitely like a really well um reviewed like affordable tv at that at, at those specs so i got that and um got uh a 4k player which we basically bought an xbox <laughs> to play mm-hmm. 4k because i we wanted to see how the 4k movies played and so, yeah, we picked up an Xbox and then, um, and I've already got like several 4K movies that were just in my collection from, you know, past purchases. I'm like, eventually yeah. I'll get a 4K movie or 4K TV. And so, of course, I had to, I had to start with The Last Jedi. So I put uh-huh. that in and watched some of that. And it, it looked great. I mean, it looked, it looked phenomenal. I mean, I'll, I'll say, like you can definitely tell it's still filmed with film. It wasn't filmed in digital. So yeah. you, you have like the, the grain that a lot of people look for in film. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the shots, I mean, I, especially the, the scene where Ray and Luke kind of face off, you know, when he regains his, he reawakens to the force again, you know, mm-hmm. so all that looked great. Um, the, the, uh, the throne room fight looked crazy good. Um, I mean, all that stuff. I, I haven't finished it. But I was just jumping around to certain scenes and watching just yeah. to see how it looked, and it just looked amazing. But I want to sit down and watch it. But I saved the the ending, you know, the Luke showdown at the end. I, I was like, I'm, I don't want to watch this until I watch the whole movie because it's just yeah. to me that's one of the the finest pieces of the movie. I mean, just that sequence looked it, it looks amazing. I mean, whatever people feel about it, that's one thing, mm-hmm. but it looks amazing. It's probably the the greatest shot of the whole film. Is the the Luke and Kylo sequence? Oh yeah, I um, I really really dig that. I watched the Last Jedi again the other day mm-hmm. uh, with the kids. I was just I was bored. I was looking around my Voodoo account, and I I didn't even pop in the Blu-ray. Yeah. I was just like, ah, let me start this again, <laughs> and uh, I started it and finished it, and you know. And I, and I always I always tear up with Luke kisses Leia again yeah. for the last time. God, Aww. that's the best scene. Like that scene, that scene is so great. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it. 
definite to me that was definite like fan service. So I was fine with it. Oh yeah, and then to see him just shrug off the the <laughs> dust there. Yeah. Oh, after yeah. you know, after all the blaster fire, that was that was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. And but but then there's a little emotional hit there too when when uh Luke says Amazing. Everything you just said is wrong. Yeah, every you word know? in that sentence was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Every word yeah. in that sentence was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. Oh, and I will not be the last Jedi. Oh, gosh. I yeah. love that. Yeah, love now that's that. definitely, I mean, people, people, or I say people, but, you know, there's the, the vocal minority that, that give that movie a lot of crap. But that, I mean, it's still a well-made movie. I mean, the yeah. that, those sequences... I'm sure we'll stand the test of time. People will look back on those sequences and just think like that was, that was some nice moments. I mean, they they were definitely like top 10 greatest moments in the star Wars universe, you know? And I certainly have my issues with a few things in the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. But but I still say we have to wait until episode nine. Right. We have to, we have to see, Episode nine, at least a few times before we can really judge what the last Jedi is. At least like ten times. <laughs> yeah, I, have I to mean, watch it like ten times before to understand the whole story because yeah. there there may be something that happens in episode nine that makes you say, "Oh my god, that's what they were talking about in the last Jedi," and it makes it so great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, I don't, I'm really hoping I don't that. I mean, I hope we do get a lot of the. Um, callbacks to to you know at least like maybe tie in yeah because i don't want them to just leave the last jedi behind and be like oh i'm gonna fix all the 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 problems that people had with whatever i mean i do want abrams i mean this is and this is just my personal opinion on it i i do want abrams to to somehow rein it back into his vision Mm -hmm. because i liked where we were going and for you know the force awakens like i like I, i felt bad for him because i know that that he was setting up a lot of stuff with Force Awakens that Ryan Johnson kind of, you know, he changed a little bit. He was basically like, eh, I don't care about this, so I'm, you know, I'm going to focus on this, and I'm going to do all, you know, all the stuff yeah. that Ryan kind of changed. I, I, it, I really want Abrams to to go back to what he was trying to do, what he was trying to accomplish. So, it, you know, I would personally like to see whatever he was setting up in, in The Force Awakens, I want it to come to fruition in Episode Nine. And if that, may, you know, if that means he has to kind of tweak and correct something that happened in The Last Jedi that contradicted what he was trying to do, I wouldn't mind. I mean, as long as there's a healthy medium there. I don't want them to yeah. just be like, you know, Ryan Johnson screwed sh- stuff up. You know, we're going we're gonna to go in here and fix it. Because that's not the case yeah. at all. I mean, Ryan gave his vision of wh- how he wanted the story to progress. But I do want it to all flow in a certain way. And now that Abrams has taken back over, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, a kind of a course correction there, you know. Yeah, I, it makes you wonder what did... Why did JJ not want to do all three? Well, that was you the know? thing. I mean, I, here here's here's my thought on this, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's probably um, everybody is pretty much they. I mean, I guess it's a well known thing, or if not, maybe people aren't thinking of it this way. But in my opinion, it was you know the original idea was to have a, a new director, a fresh face on every movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But they all kind of contribute to the overall story, but they're just bringing their own flair to it. 
Abram mm-hmm. started it off. It was a fun beginning. We, you know, it still had the, the ghost of a new hope there, you know, but yeah. I feel like it was just the structure. They just needed that structure for it to flow because Abrams is like the master of pacing. In my opinion, the guy loves to have a really fast paced movie so that mm-hmm. there's a lot of replay value in it. Um, so with him getting it started with that fast paced, fun feel, I'm sure they wanted to pass it on to the next person who was going to, to, to bring something else to it just so that he wouldn't dominate the whole trilogy. Cause I, I feel that that's not his intention. He didn't want to be a Lord and, and, and owner over the whole thing. It was like, here's my contribution. Now let's see what the next guy can do. But I feel like I guess maybe the Ryan Johnson change up just sort of shook things up for Lucasfilm. So they, they, you know, they were like, mm, maybe this didn't pan out the way we wanted. So it was, they probably begged Abrams to come back and do it because I bet, oh, and also Colin Trevorrow was going to be, I guess, was going to be in the third movie or do the third movie. And they probably thought, well, you know, he, what we're looking at, you know, creativity wise, uh, yeah. with him is sort of going down the same path that Ryan's going in, where it's basically way different than what they thought it was going to be. So it was probably one of those things where they're like, okay, maybe Abrams was on to something with the first movie and we need to get back to that. Because, you know, because The Force Awakens, if you look at it, there were so many elements to it that worked, not just on a on a movie sense or like just for the fans, but in a business sense and for a movie, for a marketing sake. You know, the movie, the first one was way more marketable in terms of, you know, you can put the toys out there. There were a lot of things that were kid friendly. There was, you know, it's it just, there was just more, I guess it was more toyetic. And I know some people may be afraid of that, but. Yeah. Part of what Star Wars is great at is its toys, like tying in the toys with the movies. Because at the end of the day, like you say, these are children's movies. So you've yeah. got to have something to give to the children that they can take home and play with. You know, I, like you want those figures and you want the, you know, you, you just, you, when you're a kid, you have a pathway. You know, you're like, okay, we're doing the Death Star trench run. And you may have reenacted it a hundred times because that was such an exciting moment in the movie. I feel mm-hmm. like in The Last Jedi, it was a little tougher to bring those moments to the screen because you had the opening sequence that was, you know, they were facing off against the, uh, you know, you had the B-Wing or the, the, the bombers yep. um, versus the, you know, the, what do you call it? The Dreadnought, Dreadnought ship. So, yep. you, I mean, that was a cool sequence. And then you have the battle on uh, crate at the very end. You've got like the throne room fight, but those are still a lot of these sequences are way more personal and and not as wide scale. It, like even with the the battle on crate, you know, I was hoping that there would be a little more um, like action with the speeders, but the, the mm-hmm. speeders were just basically like cannon fodder. I mean, they they got out there, they couldn't do anything, <laughs> so they yeah. were just fish in a barrel, just getting shot up. So the only action really you had was was the Falcon coming in and 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 saving the day you know, and and drawing the TIE fighters away. But I felt like there was, there was a missed opportunity to have a more wide scale, you know, basically I would have made it more like the battle of Hoth. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. You know what I'm saying? Because you want that in, in terms of, 
because you want the images of the battle to be in the kids heads so that when they take and buy these toys they're gonna reenact a lot of that stuff and, and, and maybe come up with their own style but see we we really don't know what the speeders are capable of because as far as we know they were just hunks of junk that couldn't fire couldn't do anything you know so that's why that i like even though to me the design looked great and i like those ships the speeders they in the in the in the long run they contributed nothing well you could say that too about cloud cars in true Fire Strikes that's Back, that's definitely you know? true yeah definitely and i think kids like playing with those i think i think as far as star wars being toyetic like you said yes even i think even lucas would admit to writing some things in to sell toys mm-hmm. definitely like we return the jedi i mean ewoks you know <laughs> doll seller i'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sell so seller. many dolls to girls i mean yeah or or the idea of not killing han like harrison ford begged to have han solo killed off in return of the jedi right and lucas was like no 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 no. we're not gonna do that we can't sell han toys mm-hmm. you know i mean he probably didn't come out and say that but you know a lot of he's probably thinking that anyway right but um i, th- I think some of the the i think the last jedi is very toyetic it's just the marketing for it was off. Like, so The Last Jedi came out in December. You had The Last Jedi merchandise come out early in September. Mm-hmm. That's a, what's September, October, November? That's a four-month gap mm-hmm. between getting toys for a movie and actually seeing the movie. Right. I think it should be closer to the time that the movie comes out. So, you go to the movies... The kids haven't seen these toys before. They see the movie. They come out. Oh, I want that and that and that and that. When you go to the toy store, mm-hmm. so I, I think they're rectifying some of that with Episode Nine by moving back Force Friday because the rumors are going around now that Force Friday's in October, which is oh, still okay. too early to me. Yeah, I, I would. Um, I would. Su- I would suggest they either do it at the beginning of November or beginning of December. Yeah. And I think they're they're in a, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because their job is to sell toys. They're trying and and you know parents start buying Christmas toys, you know, toys for Christmas ugh, September October. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a lot of that's already been purchased. And True. if you bring out this new line late November, early December, you know, is there money floating around to buy a bunch of these things? Right. So it's kind of on the collectors to go out and purchase a bunch of these things and let the kids have the leftovers. Right. Which is, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan. I, I, I wish they, they could come to some agreement and maybe beginning of December, release the toys. Right. Just to That's, help build. Yeah. Them. I would say the beginning of December, even if they had to do it. I mean, I, and I would think the beginning of December would work because, you know, you have black Friday shoppers, but then really after that, I think is the, the, it's sort of like the the uh, beginning, the official beginning of of Christmas shopping for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, even though a lot of, I mean, there's a good bit of people that do early shopping, but you still have the majority that are scrambling doing last minute shopping. If you're releasing a Star Wars toy um, in that section of time, I feel like it could be a benefit. I mean, you think about it; these parents are just going to start snatching up toys for the kids, even though the movie is about to come out. You know, they're like, "Well, it's Christmas time. I'm going to go ahead and grab." You know, some of this stuff to so that my kid will have a toy, a Star Wars toy to open at Christmas. So not only do you have the movie coming out like, you know, middle of December, 
then they only have to wait maybe a week. And then that kid that may have been like going nuts, like, like, Oh, I really want that, that new fighter that was in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I want it so bad. And boom, he gets it for Christmas. Yeah. You know, and it's that quick that, I mean, man, think about it. I mean, that was what was, even though the movie came out in May, you know, back in the seventies, you've got the movie out in like the movie, like, you know, Empire Strikes Back. It came out in May that Christmas. I'm, I can imagine was just, I mean, the kid probably, you know, any Star Wars fan, like those kids probably had just a ton of Star Wars toys at Christmas. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I, but I mean, uh, I feel like that I've since they're doing, since Star Wars has become sort of like a holiday, like Christmas event, I feel yeah. like that's what they should, they should do is even make the toys like a Christmas event where, you know, all these parents are, are going to run to the stores to, to buy Star Wars toys to give, you know, for their kids just in time. Uh, for Christmas, you know, because the movie just came out and they're just now learning what the kid really likes about the movie. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that would probably be more beneficial than having something that came out way before people kind of sift through it and get what they want and throw the rest of it out. In the You know, they have the discount bins and blah, 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 and kids don't yeah. care. And it's too far out. They don't, they haven't seen the movie yet, so they don't know what to care about besides your, your core characters, things like that. Yeah. And and to me, the turnover on toys is just ridiculous now. I mean, they stay on the shelf two months maybe, and then they go to the discount aisle, mm-hmm. you know, to get make room for whatever else is new. And the but and and I think that Star Wars has suffered this past year because of the Last Jedi and Solo coming out so close to each other. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi really didn't have room to breathe as as a toy line. It was like Not one, two. Uh, waves of figures out then the third comes out like exclusively at entertainment earth or something you know Mm -hmm. of just three figures in that wave and there's so many cool characters especially on canto bite that you know nothing's been mentioned will they ever get made will we ever see an action figure of some of those cool you know aliens i i don't know is there a market out there for them i I would buy them you know just to just to help my complete a collection but and two there's this just glutton gluttony of just star wars merch on the shelf right now you know you don't like three and three quarter inch figures uh, you can go with six inch figures you don't like three and three quarter five points of articulation go with the vintage you know three and three quarter figures you don't like that go to funko go to sideshow and spend lots of money go to Hot toys and spend lots of money. Go buy statues. But, I mean, there's just so much stuff out there right now. Right. You know, my, micro machines, Hot Wheels. It's like Star Wars is on everything. And I think that it that it's on too much at this point. You know, so, so one, I mean, Hasbro's kind of at a no in a no-win situation. Because they're never going to sell as much Star Wars you know, as much of the three and three quarter inch stuff as they used to, because it's so diversified now. Right. Well, I will say this though. I mean, I feel like another contributing factor to the, the lull in, in the toy sales and things like that. Um, I would say, you know, you say last Jedi was very toyetic. See, I would have to disagree because I feel like it was way, way to me. Last Jedi was more of an adult movie than, than its predecessors. That's just, I mean, I just feel like it's just such a, it's such a heavy movie and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's not as, it's not as, you know, I mean, even though there's, there's humor in the movie and there are some moments of, of like your, your 
quirky, you know, upbeat Star Wars action, you know. But for yeah. the most part, I feel like it's such a dark, heavy movie that you have the you, you don't have those toyetic sequences in your head. Like, I mean, you have, like I said, you have crate, and you've mm-hmm. got the the throne room fight. Mm-hmm. Everything else is way more personal, in my opinion. I mean, even the because you have the chase that's going on through the whole movie. You know, they're chasing Leia and the and the resistance. Um, which, by the way, I don't understand why we're not see. We never saw like a Lego version of her ship, or anything like that. You know, yeah. or, or of Hot Wheels or something like that. Yeah, to kind of push that forward a little bit. Because um, that was a, I mean, it was a badass ship. I mean, the yeah. shields on that thing were were crazy. And yeah. you know, the, the you know the fact that we get to see a Moncal ship in the new series, mm-hmm. to me, that was great. Because I've yeah. I've been missing the, those designs, you know, because we hadn't we didn't see them in in the prequel movies, and you know we got to see them in Empire and Return of the Jedi, and but we didn't see them in Force Awakens that I can remember. No, we didn't. No, we never saw that at all. So so yeah, I mean the fact that we got to see a, a, a new Mon Calamari ship was amazing. So I would have loved to have seen a Lego or a, a, a Hot Wheels or something of that electronic something. Yeah, but um. I mean, I feel like there are some opportunities that they may have could have turned into some sort of a toy sale that they didn't the fa- go for. The Fathers, yeah, the Fathers, the Father Race. Like. I mean, yeah. I, we haven't seen one figure of of any of the fig- the aliens from Canto Bite. Nothing, not even Canto in Bite. Black Series. I mean, so the, oh, no, no. There, there's one thing we've seen from Canto Bite. That's the police ship. Oh yeah, that's right. That, we did that, see that's the, the only ship. thing that exactly. I, that I can recall. And see, I love the 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 officers there on Canto by the the, mm-hmm. sh- the the designs were real like samurai looking designs. Yeah. yeah. Um, or what's that word? Is it samurai? Or I thought there was a particular word for the that the Japanese helmets and masks that they wear. I don't, I don't know, but, but yeah, I mean but samurai, like samurai-ish so, yeah. kind of you know with the yeah. design. So those would look really really good. Um, but I just feel like in terms of like those moments, we didn't get those. And then when Solo came out, I feel like they tried to push that more. Like, like, hey, this is more of a kid-style movie. They're going to love this because, you know, it's all the action and adventure that, that a kid craves. But mm-hmm. I guess, like you said, it was so close to Last Jedi. It didn't even give that time to breathe. People were probably confused. You know, the toy line. And plus, it wasn't like... I don't feel like they pushed the fact that this is Solo. This is the Solo movie toy line. They all just kind of came out. And even the previous figures that were in the previous line, some of them were repackaged for the Solo line. Exactly. And it all just kind of blended in, and people didn't really get it. They Or, you know, like, from an outside perspective, they're like, oh, there was a new Star Wars movie? Oh, I thought that was probably just same for you from the other one. You know, yeah. just your, you know, your casual shopper. Um so yeah, I'm glad there's space to breathe here and maybe get some of this old product out the door and you know by the time next October rolls around or September whenever they plan to do it we'll be kind of craving a fresh new launch, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I'm just hoping that Hasbro has something for us between January and September as far as new figures go. I want that- them to come out with some like go back and I mean, I know yeah. we're getting like Mace, and we're getting um, uh, oh Lord! I know they're re- they're do- redoing some of the old figures like Yoda and yeah. and stuff like that. But they, I feel like they need to they need to focus on putting out some of the other fan favorites. Like, gotta have Luke uh, the Force projection Luke from Crate. We've got mm-hmm. to have that in a Black Series figure. Um, 
But you're talking about the six inch, right? We're six inch, but I mean, yeah. even if you do three and three quarter inch, you know, just yeah. just like you know, some of the fan favorites that are missing that obvi- obviously we're not seeing that that the collectors really want. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to to put those out in figure form. But you know, I mean, a Canto Bite um, playset would have been so cool. Yeah, just, just you know, I know, I know, in the, like in the old vintage lines you know you had a hoth playset you had a uh tatooine well a jawa sandcrawler kind of playset and even if it wasn't anything but just a plastic base mm-hmm. you know with some pegs so you can stand to people in some cool looking you know uh shapes and what whatever that kind of looked like a cool base and then a cardboard back backdrop mm-hmm. is painted on do that for canto bite just something sell it for 15 20 bucks if you want to sell it for 30 add a add a figure to it like an exclusive canto bite figure you know um right and and just see what happens i know they're doing that with solo with uh the coaxium mine on kessel right and it's like uh i can't remember what was it 45 bucks and it's a walmart exclusive oh uh, yeah i don't I don't know how well that's going to sell. I hope it does sell well so we get more cool things like that. Um, but I just don't – I don't see – what am I trying to say? I don't see kids buying the three and three-quarter inch Star Wars figures anymore. I don't see, I don't even see them buying the six-inch figures. Dude, if you come to my Walmart, my Walmart is stacked to the, to the front with six-inch Star Wars figures. You want the um, – the um, what's the Mud Planet solo? Oh, you're talking about Minban. Minban, you want the yeah. Minban Stormtrooper? Oh yeah, I was He's seeing there. some of those. Yeah, I've been seeing some yeah. of those in our in our WalMarts. But there's others. I'm trying to remember. There was a. I mean, have you has your Walmart gotten any of the new waves yet? Like I, I like isn't Ezra supposed to be out? A six inch version? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know. Well, I hadn't seen him. I was just oh, okay. looking through the um the the wave that's sitting on the shelf, and it had the Minban. Stormtrooper, uh, Ray figure, Tarkin. uh, There's a couple others I can't remember. Maybe some Last Jedi, like a Kylo Ren, some other stuff, you know. But nothing, nothing that screams. I got to pay twenty four ninety five or whatever for these figures or nineteen ninety whatever they are, you know, at Walmart. All right. But it's but the three and three quarter inch figures. I have like three on my shelf, on my Walmart shelf. And that was the second wave of solo figures, which included um, uh, the the worm guy, the one that at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I can't Mo- remember Moloch his name. I've been something. seeing him too. It's yeah, like Moloch. him and the, the Gamorrean came out around the same time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm just hoping. I know that we're getting some resistance figures. Yay! I, I can't wait to see those in the three three quarter inch. Style, I, I, you know, we've seen them at toy um, at New York Comic Con. I think they were, you know, previewed at. Mm. So I can't wait to actually see get these in my hands. I hope they make some of the ships in legit scale, not like the new Solo Millennium Falcon, where it's like a tiny little bitty figure. You can, you know, you can't even put the people in the cockpit. Right. You know, I, I don't. I hate that crap. Give me a real scale ship and everything. Um, but I, I'm hoping that they go back and they hit up some of the Last Jedi 
characters that they haven't done. And there's a ton of solo characters that they haven't done. I want a character of uh, Ron Howard's brother. Oh, yeah. You know, know, I mean, and and some of those droids that were fighting in three and three quarter scale. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to hopefully getting that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, my my major thing right now though is once they because that remember they put them out at um, I think at Con at San Diego Comic Con uh-huh. or one of the one of the conventions where they showed off the new Black Series figures coming up, mm-hmm. and I really want to get Ezra Bridger for you know the Black Series just so I can because I've got um, Kanan and Hera and Thrawn, mm-hmm. but I would love to get uh, Ezra. I I wish I could have found because didn't Sabine come out in Black Series? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I never got a hold of her. So I'd like to get her. And then they've, they've definitely got to get, um, Zeb in there. They've got to add him, but that would be interesting to see his design in black series since we've only seen him in animated form. Yeah. Because these are the six inch look are are not like animated look. They look more real world. Yeah. Right. Now you should have told me about Sabine because I saw her in Augusta. Oh, about a month or so ago. Oh, really? Yeah, in a, uh, like in a Walmart or like in a no. This was JC Penney. What really, JC Penney? Yeah. Because when Toys R Us closed, I think JC Penney, if I'm not mistaken, got a bunch of crap from Toys R Us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because as soon as that Toys R Us closed, like that next week, the JC Penney toy aisle doubled or tripled in size. Hmm. Okay. You know, I mean, they just had like this huge, they, they had to bring, you know, cut out some clothing and, and brought in racks and just stuck toys everywhere. Oh, okay. It, it was crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I will say our JCPenney here, like last year, I know they were around before Last Jedi came out, they were they were uh, stocking up on some toys. I, I, you could find some pretty cool deals there, um, mm-hmm. especially on the, the Forces of Destiny line. Yeah. And yeah, they did have some black series and pops and things like that, but I would definitely um I would definitely like to get a hold of Sabine in black series form. And mm-hmm. um and then hopefully they'll come out with Zeb. That would that would be great. And then you'd have the whole crew. Yeah. But uh that's another thing too. I wonder why Rebels never like I wonder why they never put out like an electronic, like a bigger sized um ghost. I don't know. You would think. I mean the Millennium Falcons, I guess I I don't know. Isn't that weird? I mean, because they had other ships from that series. They just never put out the ghost in that, in the, like, to fit the three and three quarter inch toys. They never put out a ghost for that. And that would have been pretty I, cool. I bet you Haslabs has it on oh, their really? list. Nah, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I bet you it's on their list of things to do after, you know, as soon as they ship out all the, the Jabba's, uh, sail barge pieces. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, that Which would I that would definitely be a good one to do. I mean, because I mean, obviously the fans love the show and love the ship. So, yep, I know I'd be one of them that would love to get it. Yeah, you're gonna drop five hundred grand. I mean, five hundred bucks. I don't know about all that. Five hundred, <laughs> maybe two hundred grand. I can't do five. <laughs> five hundred dollars. I mean, the sail barge costs five hundred plus. Was it shipping too, or was it just five hundred total? I can't remember. But uh, I mean it. That thing was huge, though, right? It was huge, and you got a nice book on the making of it and hmm. all kind of cool stuff. So That's really cool. I don't know. Well, let's switch gears here, and let's talk about the um, Episode 9 and some of the things that 
that maybe maybe you've heard, you know, maybe not go into spoiler territory. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear. But some of the things you want to see in episode nine, too. Um, like, what do you what what are you hoping to see? What do you expect to see? What do you what do you hope that J.J. does in episode nine? Or- well, I mean, obviously, I'm you know because I loved what he did with the first movie, you mm-hmm. know, and, and especially the new characters that he established. You know, quite frankly, I want to see more Snoke, or at least know more about him. You know, or some, I just I would like to know how he tied because he 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 obviously was a bigger part in the whole overall story. I mean, I feel like he had something to do with, I mean, I mean, of course he corrupted Kylo Ren, but I I mean, that alone should make him a very interesting character and somebody that just didn't die in the last movie. And that's it. That can't be the end of his story. You get what I'm saying? Because for him to steal Kylo Ren away from Luke Skywalker, even though, I mean, Kylo's already on that path. I mean, yeah. apparently, I mean, has to be, had to have been, you know, he's on that path, but I mean, Snoke was such a powerful dude. And I mean, he's behind the resist. I mean, with the, behind the first order, you, you know, I feel like there's gotta be more of a story there. So I feel like he's not over. I mean, I feel like Abrams is going to bring something back with him and I would enjoy that. But obviously Luke Skywalker, I would, I want to, I just want more Luke because <laughs> yeah. I, I felt robbed. I wanted more Luke in the last movie. And it was like you know everything he did was beautiful in the last movie, to the pa- to the to the point that I just I want more. I just want more. So you know it would feel maybe in a way it's a little like cheating. Like maybe we shouldn't get Luke back, but obviously he's going to be in the movies. He's part of the casting yeah, announcement. But is. that could that could easily be a a trick. You know maybe he has a tiny tiny part. <laughs> okay. Well, here here's you know? the question though. Okay. You say you want more Luke. Right. But do you want more Luke or do you want more Luke fighting? More Luke fighting. I mean, yeah, I really exactly. do. I just wanted to, yeah. because I want to see Luke just on that Yoda level. Like, cause we got, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, if it would have worked if we never saw Yoda fully unleash his, his force powers, mm-hmm. but we did. And yep. that became, you know, part of the the series. I mean, we we know how powerful Yoda. Oh, I mean, we know how powerful he could be. We don't know the extent of it, but we've seen him really just you know hand it to the the bad guys. You know, and he's he's just yeah. a really powerful character. But Luke, we it was always teased to us, but we've never seen Luke unleashed. And yeah, of course, I would love to see that. But I don't know. I guess I just wanted more closure with Luke than what we got. Um. And I, I guess just me personally, I'm just being selfish and I don't want to let him yeah. go yet. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the last, I mean, the next movie will maybe help that process if we do have to say goodbye to Luke. Yeah. Um, but well, I, think- I just, yeah, I just want more. I just want more Luke. I mean, he was just so good. And I think it's just also Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill so much. And, you know, that's his character. I mean, that's, you know, that's his bread and butter besides the Joker. Yeah. And, and he just came back and he, and he, he did it so well that I just want it to keep going. So that's a, that's a part of it. But I, I'll tell you, I really, I really want there to be like, I'm really hoping that we get a lot more of the new characters. Like I really want a focus on Ray and, and Finn and Poe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, of course, Rose, I, I want to see more of what Rose can bring to it, but the fans seem to really turn on her. Like they didn't, 
they didn't like her as much. I mean, even the toys don't sell that well, and that's disappointing because I like her. I, yeah. I, I mean, I like the fact that she's almost like she's us in a Star Wars movie. It's like we're living vicariously through this girl because she's just this, this you know, regular Joe kind of thrown into the adventure. You know, she's she was just, you know, a kid. And now she's going on this wild adventure with Finn, and now you know she's she's doing all this stuff. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her what she represented in the movies. Yeah. So that'll definitely be good. But I, I really do want the focus to be on Ray, Finn, and Poe, and I really want to see them fleshed out more in the next movie. Yeah, I think you know as far as Luke goes, I I, I I'm kind of leaning towards. I think we will see him do some fighting. And I think it goes back to every other Star Wars movie that you've seen. Each one introduces a new layer to the Force, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's things that we didn't know could be done before. The Last Jedi did it with the whole uh, Force uh, Force timing or whatever you want to call it. You know, where Kylo and Rey are face-to-face through right. time and space. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we've never seen before, but... We've, we, you know, we, we got, we're introduced into in The Last Jedi. Also, Yoda had more of a physical presence in this movie than he's had in the original trilogy. You right. know, originally he was just a force ghost, but in this movie, yes, he was a force ghost, but didn't he hit Luke in the head with a cane? Hit him in the head with a cane. He cane. lit the tree on fire. Fire with stuff. lightning. Yeah. So I think that's just. Maybe that was secretly Ryan Johnson's way of saying, "I'm about to do something that you're gonna hate, but I'm 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 leaving the door open, you know, for JJ to to uh, let Luke loose, you know. But as far as this story goes, it's time for this this version of Luke to die, right? right? Oh yeah." And because because we need him to die so he can spark this new wave of of heroes and and, and be a light for the entire galaxy to follow. Mm-hmm. But now in this new movie, you know, and don't think that was lost on on Luke either. When he saw when you know he felt that cane hit him in the head and he saw you know or he saw the tree go up in flames. Mm-hmm. That's a that's probably a learning moment for Luke too, All right? Uh, because w- what was the what was the famous line? I mean, the line in the movie we we are what they um move beyond or something like that when he was referring to students and masters. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So if you follow that line of thinking, Luke will, is is bound to go beyond Yoda, what Yoda could do. Right. But so it's just natural that Luke is going to, Luke is going to be more powerful. He's going to be able to do more in, in the force ghost universe than even Yoda could do. So I'm hoping that, you know, in, in, in ways he helps Ray in this battle against Kylo, maybe Mm. even come back and do like a, you know, in, in a new hope Luke or in return of the Jedi Lucas's original vision was to have force ghost Obi-Wan and force ghost Yoda come back in like 
physical forms and help Luke fight Vader and the Emperor. Right. And that, you know, that kind of got pushed out of the way for what we have now in Return of the Jedi. Maybe some of that comes back into play. Maybe Rey and, and Kylo's fight turns into Rey and Luke and maybe Yoda and Obi-Wan. True. Maybe even Anakin. Yeah. And I mean, that would, and that would be awesome. Here's another thing I was thinking of too. If you, if you look in the last Jedi, we have two, we have two major deaths near Mm -hmm. the end of the movie. You have Snoke Mm -hmm. and you have Luke. Mm -hmm. What if Snoke comes back? Yeah. Maybe, maybe even because of Snoke's physical form in the last movie, because he was he was really messed up, yeah. and they never really. I mean, even in the in the books I have, they're re- they still glaze over that. I mean, they, I think they give reason. They they kind of gave reasons for some of his damage, he but for the most part, way. huh? He was born that way. Is what they said. Was he born Pablo that way? Hidalgo, yeah, Pablo Hidalgo said he was born with these scarring, some kind of disease or something you had when oh okay i thought there was a scarring of some kind but they were still uh, anyway because i was thinking if anything they say he's born that way maybe it's mm-hmm. a maybe he, he that was a hint that there's some sort of cloning going on and that the clones deteriorate they like they can't get the process the way the kaminoans could could do it so, so you think he's a clone of the emperor could be, or just a clone of, uh, you know, or just a clone of him. You know, it's like he's he is his own character, but these are just clones of him. It's like his. He's like taking a page from Palpatine's book. It's like from the old expanded universe. I'll stay alive by cloning myself. So yeah. I've always got a new clone to to transfer my force presence into, and and then I'll yeah. take over the world. And they're already talking about. I mean, there's been mention of possible world devastators in the next movie. Mm-hmm. So there could be some sort of a thing like that. But the fact that we'll have, hopefully, it would be cool if we had Snoke come back. And yeah. so if Snoke, if Snoke Snoke comes back, we know Luke is supposed to come back. We know that Mark is in the movie. So maybe the fact that this is supposed to be a fight between Ray and Kylo, like a showdown there, maybe if yeah. Snoke comes back, it the balance is off. So how do we fight this evil? And Luke comes back. And it's also it's also like a way for them to to have closure between Luke and Snoke because Snoke took his student and ruined his life. You know what I'm saying? Like he he destroyed yeah. the Jedi Order. You know, so Luke has to make him pay in some way. Somebody does, and I felt like we were robbed of that that a little bit. You know, because Kylo kind of took it on himself to kill him, but it was almost too easy. So I feel like it should be one of those moments where Snoke's like, "You really fool! Do you really think <laughs> that you ki- you know that you killed me? You just destroyed a form. Like yeah. I, I can, I'll ke- I'll re, I'll be reborn anytime you do that. Strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Yeah, and, and I just feel what? like that. There's a parallel. I feel like maybe that's something we're not. We're, we just we're meant to overlook. But there's a parallel there that Ryan was really going for. It's like you know, Snoke died and Luke died, and the rule, especially with the, that type of stuff, is like, you know, you strike me down, I'll come back. I'll be more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Maul was, you know, chopped in half, and he yeah. came back. Yeah. And had closure with Obi Wan, even though it was closure in the expanded universe. Still, it was closure. And yeah. um, I'm, you know, Duke. I mean, well, Dooku 
was killed by Anakin in the begin in the end. But Dooku, Dooku lasted a long time, and I feel like that was a a fitting end for him to be beheaded by Anakin because it's sort of like him taking his place as the as you know the the true student of Palpatine. So just I'm just thinking of all these these beats, all these poetic parallels. It's like we, you know, I feel like that could tie into it somehow. Yeah, and and two, with this being the closure of the Skywalker saga, saga, so they're they're billing this as the end of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. You know, right. this last movie, it's going to wrap up everything. And I think even JJ's, you know, pointed out that it's gonna it's gonna wrap up this entire nine movie, you know. Uh, story here mm-hmm. and hit back on even some things from the, the prequel movies, you know, to try to wrap everything up. I wonder if the emperor still has a role to play. True. And that, and that in could this be, movie. And yeah, and you could, you very well could be that, well, Snoke, Snoke either ties into that or we don't see Snoke anymore. Like, okay, well that that's put to bed, but M- Palpatine comes back and I just feel like there's got to be a reason for Luke to come back. He, he yeah. can't just come back and, and be like, okay, well, I'm back and, and now I'm going to destroy Kylo, like, for you. Like, that, you know, how's Ray or whoever is truly going to be the bad guy in the next movie? Because it could be that Kylo isn't. Kylo could turn good. And then, you know, very, we have a true villain, so. Snoke or, the, or a reborn emperor would be, you know. But you, you, you want to know what a very cool fan service kind of ending would be the last 15 or 15, 20 minute fight scene. Mm-hmm. Ray Kylo standing off against each other. Yep. And then out of the corner of your eye, you see Snoke come back in physical form. Yep. And that naturally brings Luke back in. Mm-hmm. And then boom, the emperor comes in Yeah, back in physical form. And then that brings Yoda back in or you know maybe just Yoda <laughs> and then you have like this tr- you know just huge battle Jedi royale ba- yeah battle <laughs> yeah all all battle royale of of Sith and and Jedi to end the whole kit and caboodle right man just think how many people would stand up and cheer and clap you know when you see the the lightsabers light up and then the little force lightning, you know, start oh, yeah. revving up in his, Oh God, that would be so cool. No, that definitely would be really cool. Uh, I, would, I would, I would love to see something like that, but who knows, man? We'll, we'll yeah. see. I think, I think we're going to be, I don't know. I feel like they're smart people. They're going to, they're going to figure out. They are. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out how to, to make this work. They are. And, um, two, I'm, I'm interested in seeing if the Knights of Ren, they have somehow to. make an appearance. They have to, cause I mean, that yeah. was in the, they were in the flashback in the first one and I really wanted to know more about them. I was hoping that they would be kind of part of Kylo Ren's posse in this new, in, in the last Jedi, but maybe we'll see that in the next movie. Now that Kylo's kind of finally stepped up and, and become the leader that he's supposed to be. Yeah, for the first order, I bet now yeah. that's why we're going to see the first. We're going to see the the Knights of Ren. He's probably going to rebuild his mask. You know, he's going to probably have a new mask or something like mm-hmm. that. Because you know, I feel like those sorts of things JJ's going to latch onto to sell toys and things like that. I mean, you got to yeah. have an yeah, iconic have, look. Yeah, so you do. 
you do. I I fully expect him to have another mask on. And maybe the Knights of Ren are like regional governors. Right. You know, True. over over the new empire or whatever he's going to call First Order. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, and maybe even there's some, you know, Sith magic that goes along with maybe even bringing back a Snoke or a, or an Emperor that, that the Knights of Ren, you know, that's their sole purpose in the movie. Right. Is to do some kind of evil, you know, I don't know. I'm just grasping at straws here. Um, it's just fun to speculate on, on what might be in this, in the, in, in episode nine. Uh, I know that Leia, you know, she's coming back and, and they're going to use footage from mainly the force awakens that was unused. Yeah. That's what they were saying. <sighs> you know, I, I wonder how much she's going to be in it. And if she's even in it, what if she's like a force ghost? What if she dies? in between movies and she's just with Luke. It could be, I don't know. You know I mean, it would, it would be, I don't know. It's, it's one of those subjects where it's, it's tough. Cause I don't even know how they would, they would fix that, how they would make yeah. that better. I don't know. I mean, they've obviously got a game plan and, and they must've had the, the footage they needed to make it work. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that is weird. It's weird. But um, I think we are about at that time, man. This was just a, like a nice, you know, we didn't even cover news. We just had a nice little Star Wars conversation tonight. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just sitting there talking about what what might be happening I gotta get, in, in the near future. Yeah, I, I got to get caught up on Resistance. So maybe next next week uh, we'll have a be able to conversate about that. So, I don't know. Oh yes, because tonight's episode looks really, really good. Oh, I gotta catch up. <laughs> Have you seen the previews for it? No. Mm-mm. Oh gosh, it looks really cool. Uh, it brings some uh, Force Awakens characters into the. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But we will right. we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Alrighty. So with that said, uh, if you want to talk to us. In between episodes, you can go to OuterRimNews.com, where we have a fresh new look to the website, courtesy of moi. Yes, you can all clap and thank me later. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OuterRimNews, which seems to be our biggest social media area because we get lots of comments there, lots of uh, fan interaction. You can find us on Twitter at... uh, Outer Rim News, and you can also find us on Instagram where we post cool little Star Wars pictures that we find, you know, around uh, around the uh, the world and our little world each and every day, most of the time, each and every day, not always, because sometimes I forget. But you can find us there at Outer Rim News. And also remember this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It's all for entertainment purposes, so the names and sounds we use, they're all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. Awesome. So, uh, Austin, in your travels this week, I highly suggest catching up on Star Wars Resistance. Oh, because, yes. Because uh, it's getting good now. I mean, we're starting to, we're starting to feel some... Get, we're getting edging closer to The Force Awakens, and you're starting to... Uh, see a bigger picture each Ah, and every episode. So, um, 
yeah, definitely check that out. And for you at home, definitely check it out. Anything, Austin? Uh, that pretty much it. I mean, everybody uh, get hyped because apparently there's a new Thrawn book coming next year. So I'm I'm getting excited for that. Feels like it's oh. definitely going to be more of a, a sequel to the first book. So that's going to be really cool. Awesome, awesome. Alrighty. Well, with that, we will catch you later. May the force be with you. Peace.